0: I like the fun here. We've been here before.
1: So where to now? Open all the doors. The next steps count. Overcome the force all around Become the source for hope to be found Our
0: hearts be the compass Stars as our guides Live this adventure with you by my side You dunker punks i am once again blessed to be with my fellow dunkers and this time i'm even more excited to be a part of this episode with a fellow bvs volunteer the dunker punks podcast allows us volunteers to share our voices of service and grow as young radicals In this episode, I am excited to introduce Evan Ulrich, who has been serving with Brethren Disaster Ministries. As he has been rebuilding homes after disasters, he is also building relationships while nailing in values of compassion and love. We love using this space as a platform to share the stories of these young leaders. I mean, that's what this is. I urge listeners to remember 1 Corinthians 12 as we receive a message of the true impact of spiritual gifts and the way we are all a a part of this body of Christ. We all have a purpose that keeps the capital B body healthy and working together. As we listen to Evan, may we remember that we are strengthening the parts of the body with service and love. So with that, let's hear from Evan.
1: Hello everyone, I'm Evan Ulrich, and I am currently a BVSer with Unit 325. I'm chatting with you from Bayboro, North Carolina, right on the East Coast, where I am working with Brethren Disaster Ministries, or BDM for short. Now BDM, if you don't know too much about it, is a wonderful Brethren organization that focuses on long-term recovery in areas hit by natural disasters. I am a part of the rebuild portion of Brethren Disaster Ministries, where we focus on the construction side of things. So right now we are rebuilding homes hit by Hurricane Florence that made landfall way back in the fall of 2018. This was over two and a half years ago. It has been a crazy year to serve, but that's what makes the work even more special. I hope to spend this episode telling you a little bit about my story of my year of service and what I've learned. My path towards becoming a BVSer all started back in the summer before fourth grade when my parents decided to send my four siblings and me off to summer camp at Camp Blue Diamond. This is a brethren church camp in the Middle PA district. This was my first taste of the brethren. At that young age, I already had begun to realize the tight-knit community, the smallness of the denomination, and the loving atmosphere. It felt like a place I could call home. Since then, I went to camp all the way up through high school, and during the summers while at college, I was a camp counselor at Blue Diamond. I went to Juniata College, studying physics and math, and it was at this point in my life where I built a connection with the Stone Church of the Brethren in Huntingdon, Pennsylvania. A few weeks before the pandemic hit the country and pretty much closed everything down, I had lunch with Cindy Latimer, one of the pastors at Stone Church, and also with one of the BVS coordinators. They showed me a path after college that would change my life. The funny thing is, I really hadn't thought about anything like a service year. It really wasn't on my radar as things to do. But what appealed to me about becoming a BVSer was the ability to join an organization that would give me the tools, literally and figuratively, to make a difference in the lives of others, to lay my time and gifts before others and serve. Joining BVS changed my life forever. It has upended my life in the best way possible. I have been blessed to be so fortunate in doing exactly what I have always wanted to do, without ever knowing that that was what I wanted to do in the first place. What I think is really interesting and curious about volunteering is how much I am taking away from my year serving others. When we usually think about volunteering, it's all about what we, the volunteer, can give to society and the people we serve. It's all about me giving up a year of my life that I won't get back or even get compensated for. But in actuality, my volunteer experience has been completely the opposite. I have been extremely privileged to be able to serve others. I am gaining more gifts and experience than money can ever buy. I have gotten to know so many people and been able to build connections that will last a lifetime. This year will be one of the most life-changing, growth-filled, richest times of my life. I don't think I will ever gain more wealth than with any job that pays any amount of money for the rest of my life. Now, what I am doing is hard and it's oftentimes physically and emotionally exhausting, but I love it. When I first started almost nine months ago, I didn't have too many obligations or leadership roles. I just went out on the job site and did what the project leader guided me to do. At this point, I was in Dayton, Ohio, where we were working on homes hit by tornadoes. I worked at the Dayton site my first four months as a BBSer. Now, just to give a better picture of our setup, BDM is composed of long-term leaders who stay at the site full-time month in and month out, and then we have monthly leadership, which is in, which involves household and construction specialists. Then it is the weekly volunteers who come in week by week from different churches and districts who help provide the work. The leadership is in charge of overseeing planning and providing any needs for the weekly volunteers. In Dayton, I had the ability to work under so many amazing construction leaders and I was able to gain a sense of what needed doing. Most of the work at this site was exterior repairs. We put on a lot of roofs and a lot of siding. Because we were working on homes that were damaged over a year prior, there most often was water damage from the leaking roofs and siding. Finishing drywall was always one of our major tasks to do. Day by day, my skills improved, and by the time we were closing the site and moving down to Bayboro, North Carolina, where I am now. I was guiding other weekly volunteers on how to run a row of shingles, lay floor, tape drywall joints correctly, among a bunch of other things. Fast forwarding to now, I have been leading job sites and taking crews out to do the work. This is where I have been really put to work. It is one thing to do a job under the supervision of someone else, but it is a whole nother beast being the one allocating jobs out to the volunteers matching skills to different tasks, making sure things are done correctly, having the necessary supplies, making sure no one is waiting around to work. The list goes on and on and on. In addition to all of this, our COVID protocols have added a whole new dimension to how we do things. Because of all of our guidelines and precautions, we have been able to keep our projects open for most of the time although we have decreased our volunteer sizes. But BDM has pretty much been the only organization providing help at both the sites I've been at. This is because of our desire to help others, no matter the difficulty in keeping everyone as safe as possible. Now our work has slowed slightly, but it is well worth the struggle in helping homeowners make it back into their homes safely after waiting for so long. COVID put a pause on the much needed relief all across the country, but the pandemic didn't stop rain from continuing to fall into open roofs. It didn't stop the cold air from biting through uninsulated floors or keep families from being able to live in their own homes. I have been truly amazed at how fast BDM has built up a method for navigating this pandemic world. Of course, there are some risks involved in going out anywhere, But with our policies, we make sure that everyone feels safe. We are not only worried about our weekly volunteers, but even more so with our clients, especially where we are now. Bayboro, North Carolina is extremely rural and a large portion of our homeowners are elderly, so we are very aware of the risks. The good news is our hard work has paid off and we have been very blessed not to have any COVID cases related to our work since we started back up in August. I'd like to dig in a little deeper now about what I've learned and what I've experienced. One thing I have noticed, especially during this time of strain in our country, caused by the pandemic, a recent election, raised awareness of societal and institutional injustices, among others, is how a common goal of doing good can bring even the most different thinking people together. Serving your neighbor is not partisan. In a world where politics has divided us on most things, providing assistance to another in need is the common ground we share. I have met many brethren from all over the country over the past year. I am amazed at how diverse the views can be. There are conservatives and there are liberals but we are all just people wanting to use our hands and feet to bring hope to others. Each week, we try and stress the reason why we are here. It is not to get into arguments or debate the future of our world, but to have uplifting and unifying discussions. We're not here to discuss our differences, but to affirm our desire to walk with Jesus. I'm not saying that issues should be ignored, because there are some real problems we face in this country with race and gender and equality and fairness and justice and even our environment. But they shouldn't be the reason to divide us completely. Navigating political issues is hard, but if we do everything with compassion and understanding and forgiveness, love can change the world. I am a Christian because I really believe Jesus was on something when he talked about love. Jesus said, love one another. This is such a simple statement, but it's so profound. What does it mean to love one another? I think it has to do with our actions and our dialogues. With the huge wealth disparities and social inequalities We are called to act on our love for humanity by righting the wrongs, by not letting any one person get left behind. Helping people have a place to call home is a good start towards a more just world. There should be no other ulterior reason to this ministry. We have a rule that I say every week in our orientation to the volunteers that come out that is within our ethical guidelines. It is just a small bullet point within a large packet of information, but it defines how we as an organization desire to serve. It says that we are not to proselytize. It is not our job to vocally convert people to the church of the brethren, or even to Christianity for that matter. In my opinion, it is this form of evangelism that has caused a lot of pain and hurt to humanity. Shouting and pushing your beliefs on another doesn't help anybody. It drives people away and dehumanizes another's beliefs that may be different than mine or yours. No one is better than me and no one is better than you. We all have our own life experiences and views. All we can try to do is come together in our shared humanity to love, love, love and love some more living through the example of Jesus. With BDM, it is our job to bring hope, share others' burdens, and lend our love to others. Our form of evangelism is practiced through our demonstrations of good works. It is through our sweat and backaches, sunburns and blisters that we share the love of Jesus. It is this idea of not having an agenda other than sharing someone else's burden that leads to the most important part of the relationship between those of us volunteering with BDM and the clients we serve. And it's trust. Homeowners must have immense trust to allow strangers to come into their homes, tear walls apart, floors and ceilings, and be okay with it. This is especially pertinent to our organization where volunteers come in weekly once a homeowner starts getting to know the workers it is pretty soon friday and the next monday a whole new crew comes in me being a long-term volunteer my role is very important in building these trusting relationships my presence brings some normalcy and a constant which brings more comfort to the client with me being involved long term It is interesting to see transformations, not just with the homes we work on, but the clients as well. Usually the first few days we are on the job, the homeowner may seem a little wary and always keep an eye on what we are doing. Usually after three or so days on a house, we have begun to build connections and trust. If we are working on a house for several weeks, oftentimes the homeowner becomes more than just a client or a person in need. Rather, our connections grow deeper, and it's almost family-like. I remember one client whose house we were working on, and how my connection with him will last with me forever. His home, where he had lived in his whole life, had flooded with about a foot of water, and his roof had let in a good amount of water as well. He had packed all of his belongings in boxes and was just living out of one room, We spent six weeks tearing out the old and replacing with new floors, walls, and ceilings. And the first two weeks I was at his sight, he was extremely quiet and secluded. But as the weeks went by, we began having more and more conversations. By the time we were done with his house and ready to leave, we were cracking jokes and having a grand old time. On our last day, he looked me in the eye and gave me a handshake that I will remember forever forever. It was this small gesture that just got to me. I don't know why. But when I did go back several weeks later, I noticed that he had begun to unpack his boxes. He had his home back. Our duty is to serve God by serving others, by bringing people back into their homes. I believe God is intrinsically a part of each and every one of us. So by caring for a person... By being empathetic and affirming to all people, we are praising God to the fullest capacity we can. A policy I love about volunteering with the disaster ministries team is our push for compassion and empathy. We are not just here to fix up a house, but to connect with our clients, with these survivors. It is highly encouraged for our volunteers to speak with the homeowners, to put down the hammer, and just sit and listen to the stories and accounts of the people we are serving. It reminds me of a speaker I heard who visited Juniata College several years ago. He was a peace engineer who dedicated his life to empowering others to come up with solutions to solve issues the world faces, and in turn promoting justice. He said, and it stuck with me, do not go out into the world to be recognized go out into the world and recognize. If our mindset about our lives is to strive to be noticed and to be liked and praised, we are missing the point. We are our best selves when we do good deeds with no desire or appeal for repayment of any form. When we really listen and try our hardest to see through the eyes of others, we can grow together in a more just and peaceful society. This is the example Jesus lived on and how I hope to live following his footsteps. Joining BVS has been the catalyst for me in dedicating my life to the betterment of others. Brethren Disaster Ministries has given me the foundation to do this in a very tangible way. If any of you listening are feeling a tug to do something more, wanting to gain new skills and experiences while helping others, go ahead and check out the Brethren Disaster Ministries webpage or the Brethren Volunteer Service webpage. Sharing the burdens of this world are needed more than ever. People full of love and peace are needed more than ever. As children of the earth, we are all called to love and to put others before ourselves. If we are capable of love, why not show it in every action, every relationship, every step we take? I would like to close my time with you with a prayer one of our leaders, Marsha, shares with the groups who come out each week. I hope this inspires us all to do good, to love and accept all people, to bring justice to the oppressed, food to the hungry, shelter to the homeless, and peace to the restless. It is a 16th century prayer from St. Teresa of Avila. Christ has no body but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands. Yours are the feet. Yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body now, but yours. No hands, no feet on earth, but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks compassion on this world. Christ has no body now on earth but
0: yours. As volunteers and even simply as servants of Christ, we must lead with compassion and love as we gather in unity as one body in Christ. Like Evan stated, caring for others is not a partisan idea. Serving and striving to be like Christ is what brings us into unity. It is also important to remember that when serving, especially in BVS, it is so much more than simply helping people, and we cannot focus it on ourselves, but on the community we serve and the purpose of the work that is being done. It is never about us and our individual work, but the usage of our gifts and the communal work done in action and in love. It is rebuilding what was broken, but instead of wood conversations, instead of nails, words of love, instead of drywall, understanding diverse viewpoints. Brethren Disaster Ministries is rebuilding houses, but they are also building faithful leaders of service. Faithful servants, please continue to use your gifts to do your work for the betterment of our world as we seek a beloved community. Thank you so much for joining us. The Dunker Punks podcast is a place where growing leaders can share their stories and empower others. Thank you, Evan Ulrich, for sharing your message and Jacob Krause for editing the show. I, Alyssa Parker, am happy to have been your host. Jacob Krause creates our music. Ali Cooney manages communication. Suzanne Lay manages production. Arlington Church of the Brethren and Owner Earth Peace sponsored the show. You can listen to us on iTunes and ArlingtonCOB.org slash DPP, as well as subscribe and comment. Check out our social media at Dunker Punks Pod and give us a follow, share, comment, or like. You can also send us an email at DPP at ArlingtonCOB.org. Thank you again for listening and peace be with you.